RNZ National, Friday after the 2pm news means time for a movie review. And today I'm joined by RNZ producer Sam Hollis, RNZ producer and movie buff, I should say. Hey there, Sam. Kia ora, Jesse. What have you been to see? Well, I thought a really nice one to highlight uh, today might be Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Mm -hmm. It's middle of the school holidays, and this is just a really cool uh, family film. Some people might have seen this uh, when it had a short run in cinemas earlier in the year, but it's making its streaming debut on Neon tomorrow. Uh, So I just thought it was really timely, and we hadn't talked about this on the show. Um, So this is described as a live-action slash stop-motion animated mockumentary comedy drama film. Um, (laughs) So to explain all of that, I'll provide some context. So Marcel is an animated character. Uh, He first appeared in a series of shorts that made a big viral splash on YouTube uh, about 10 years ago. And the character is literally a a seashell with a single googly eye glued on and uh, a mini pair of shoes. And the whole idea is that a filmmaker named Dean has discovered Marcel and wants to make a documentary about him uh, where he basically describes describes the the trials and tribulations of being an anthropomorphic shell in a human world. Um, so, bit of a strange concept, but it, but it works. And um, Marcel is voiced by uh, Jenny Slate, the comedian, uh, and the film was co-written by her and director Dean, who uh, Dean Flusher Camp, I should say, uh, who features in the film as the document documentarian uh, making this movie about yeah, Marcel. Yeah, it's set. I'm looking at the trailer. It's set in the real world, right? It's not an animated world. No, no. So the only thing, only animated elements are the characters. So Marcel and then some of the other other characters that you meet along the way. The rest of it is totally real world. And it's a really seamless integration of that style of stop motion mm. animation and the real world. And, and it's a pretty cute main character too. It's very cute. Its, it's very cute and very sweet, which is why I thought it was a, a good time to talk about this. So the actual story of the film uh, begins by showing us that due to circumstances that get explained later, Marcel is now living in this big house practically alone, aside from his nana. Uh, it used to be filled with life and family and friends everywhere, but now it's practically empty. So Marcel is looking for a way uh, to find uh, some of the loved ones that he's lost and and reunite with them. Um, so I remember when these short films came out on YouTube, they were a big viral thing, and I, I thought they were cute, but you know, I never suspected 10 years later that we'd be <laughs> getting a feature film about this character. It just seemed inconceivable, but man, I, w- I was blown away by this. Um, Marcel, as a protagonist, is just so lovable, so cute, like you said, and has the most unshakable uh, positive can-do attitude even in the face of really sad and dire <laughs> circumstances um, he's just such a fun positive upbeat character to follow and he's very naive obviously uh, he's a shell um, but he's he's so sincere with everything he says and does and I never got tired of watching the interactions between uh, him and Dean it's it's really really clever and really well done and, and as silly as the setup may sound the film is actually tackling issues like loss and grief and loneliness and it does it all in a really poignant way and it strikes such a nice balance of the light and the dark so 
it, it's still a family film, but I really think it's something that is full of messages that uh, really anyone of any mm. age will be able to connect to, as oh. well as it being just laugh out loud funny at times. Um, so, so I think this is a great one. And and on the technical side as well, um, you know, when stop motion animation is done well, there's just something so mesmerizing yeah. about it. Um, and in this one, the interaction between Marcel and the real world is just so seamless that you never doubt it for a second. You, you, that uh, suspension of disbelief never breaks. Um, so to think about the amount of work that must have gone into this yeah. is, is really mind-boggling. Um, so I can't recommend this enough. Like I said, I think anyone of any age could enjoy it. So great one to throw on with the family this yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it uh, keeps raining uh, in Auckland, then we'll definitely have a go at this one in our house. Um, the Looking at the trailer, you don't see the director. You do, is he just a, an audio character? You do occasionally, okay. um, but he, you hear his voice for the most part, and Marcel, Marcel keeps trying to sort of coax him to like come on camera and form a better connection, and he's trying to stand back and go, no, I'm the documentarian, I'm mm-hmm. not a part of this. And then as the film progresses, as the story goes forward, uh, he becomes a more integral element, and okay. they sort of form a, a closer friendship rather than just filmmaker and subject. Got it, got it. Um, and we can find this on Neon, hey? Neon, yep, from tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Tell me about, so that one's called Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Uh, looks a bit like a Gillian chocolate. Um, <laughs> tell me about King Loser. Yeah, so this is a Kiwi documentary co-directed by Andrew Moore and Kushla Dillon. This will be playing across the country very soon as part of the New Zealand International Film Festival. And we spoke to Andrew Moore a few months ago when they were crowdfunding to complete the film. Um, So yeah, I thought this would be a a nice one to to preview ahead of the festival. So this is a this is a musical group who had all sorts of tensions within the band, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So they formed in the early '90s and disbanded after only five years. But in those five years, they made quite a name for themselves on the local scene, particularly in Dunedin. Uh, Their their live gigs were something truly legendary by all accounts. And (laughs) the nexus of this film is a 2016 reunion tour that the band did. And the camera follows them on that tour while we also dig into the history of the group as well as uh, the lives of each of the band members. Um, And particularly the front woman, Celia Mancini and guitarist, Chris Hazelwood. Um, So I loved this. I thought it was a fascinating idea to go deep into the history of a band who, uh, you know, they they found some local fame, but they're hardly a household name and they fizzled out very quickly. And um, it's a very sort of authentic look at the sex, drugs, rock and roll life from the perspective of small time musicians Mm. rather than, you know, global pop stars and this kind of thing. So it's a nice kind of uh, turn on what you'd expect there. And much of the intrigue it generates does revolve around Celia, who sadly died about a year after the reunion tour that the film focuses on. Um, she is just a fascinating character, and while the other band members are hardly saints, Celia is very, very tough work. Um, <laughs> she's she's reliant on alcohol to get through the day. She's on a countless list of uh, prescription meds. Uh, she's injured seemingly every part of her body over the years oh in some way. Uh, she'll turn on a dime and just scream and curse out her bandmates on a mo- at a moment's notice. Um, but you can't deny that there is just something extraordinary about her. She's like this total personification of the punk attitude. Yeah. She just lives and breathes it. And... Um, you know, and that she lives and breathes it 24-7, and then when she gets on stage and performs, you say, oh, this is where this person makes sense. It's outside of that. 
that that all the all the problems arise. Mm. So um, this is a far cry from some of the the goody two shoes pop stars that you might see in your average uh, prime <laughs> rocks episode or something. Yeah. Um, but with that said, the film also does a great job of acknowledging uh, the the unshakable bond that this group has, particularly between Celia and Chris. Um, in the beginning, they were a couple, and it fizzles out very quickly, much like the band. And um, you know, that's it's easy to see why when you see the toxic way they interact. Um, but you also see when they go into music mode, it's like they flip a switch and they just get totally enveloped in this world, and it's really, really something to behold. Um, and and taking a step back from it as well, it's also just a really cool dig into the New Zealand music scene of the late 80s and 90s. And uh, some of the footage they've managed to uncover is really remarkable. You get to see stuff from bands like The Sheets and Axle Grinders and The After Dinner Mints. I mean, groups that I'd never heard of because this was all before I was alive. Um, I mean, I was alive and going to gigs and I haven't heard of any of those bands, Sam, so <laughs> I, I think feel it's, bad. Yeah, I think it's very Dunedin-centric. Um, <laughs> so it was just a really cool history lesson in that sense as well so so i think this is a standout documentary a really really great addition to our our kiwi film oeuvre um and there's clearly a lot of love and passion and time that was put into this it's really smartly structured and edited with uh some really incredible footage like i said um so i can't recommend this enough when the festival rolls around you pleased to have squeezed the word oeuvre into your film review yeah i thought that was quite well done that was off the cuff too (laughs) not not even on the notes it'll play in the film festival and then, and then what? Who knows? I guess. I mean, that's that's where it's premiering. I assume it'll be on, you know, some of the the Kiwi streaming services uh, following that. But we'll just have to wait and see. But... You know, back in the day, this would have a uh, a great life and sort of you know being played at university, so students mm. could go along and and see that kind of world. But I don't know. Does this sort of thing exist in universities anymore? I feel like all the kids are at home with their laptops. Missing out yeah. that beautiful cultural life that we experienced in the 90s. Well, and it's hard to say if this would, would fit better in a film class or a music class. I can mm-hmm. kind of see it benefiting both. Totally. Anyone who was there, I'm sure, will enjoy um, taking a look at it. And how cool for that uh, director, Andrew Moore, who was on with us trying to crowdfund it a few months ago to now have a completed film that he can share with the world about this very, like what's clearly a pet project and quite a niche mm. sort of um, subject matter that so many of the greatest documentaries are just um, built around this sort of tiny scene and uh, all the peculiarities that come with it. Yeah, and it just blossoms from there. I mean, like I said, it's all based around this reunion tour, which was in 2016. So he's clearly been working on this for a very long time, and um, you can really, really feel that passion and that, that love that he, that he clearly had for this film. So Good stuff. Um, recommend it. Um, and that's still upcoming, is it, the film festival? Yeah, um, tickets are on sale now in a lot of cities. Wellington went on sale today. Um, Auckland's already already happening. Um, but this will be coming to most cities. So just go on the, the festival website, uh, look, for, look for your city and, and go along. It should be playing most places. Great review, Sam. Well done. Thank you. Sam Hollis, RNZer and film critic with uh, those two movies, King Loser and Marcel the Shell with Shoes On.